Hey guys, you know I don't do this often uh, in terms of promoting my own work, but I feel like this is an important one. As you know, I've been doing daily streams to help people during lockdown escape. Um, one adage of that is that I've been illustrating daily, and what I've done is I've turned that sketchbook into a coloring book, which is now available on my store, um, which is a good way to kind of look after your own mental health and give yourself an, an escape. But the important part of that is that all profit from that coloring book is going to charities. Um, I'm sending money to Mind, HUK, Trussell Trust, and Abortion Support Network. Um, I'm not making any money off it. I have 30 or so copies, and I'm trying to sell all the copies because I want to make, be able to make quite a big donation. So if you are interested in that, please go to my store and check that out and share it with people you think would be interested. Thanks for listening, and here comes the show. Bye. Two in a day. Two shows in a day. Oh. Feel like fucking price is right over it. What's up, kids? How's it going today? So, I like to type in my title of whatever I'm gonna, you know, do discuss into google before i get going because then it gives me a little bit of insight also helps me find a few extra resources when discussing a topic uh so today i typed in uh, exploit your friends which turns out it's a huge bible verse um connected to the the phrase exploit your friends which i have no idea about because i've never read the bible fully. why would i um uh, yeah and um, apparently that's a huge a huge thing and apparently it's one of uh, Luke's verses and it's one of the most confusing verses uh, ever written in the Bible uh, why why would I type that in? I mean the title of this is Friends with Benefits you may consider that title extremely uh, extremely clickbaity or offensive you may have picked on this thinking Graham is going to discuss Friends with Benefits and I am going to discuss Friends with Benefits but perhaps not in the way you uh you think. So I'm a fairly logical person. You know, got to be said, probably already gathered that if you listen to the podcast, uh, but I like a little bit of abstract in my life, as you've also gathered, given the podcast. I mean, the whole thing's called Yelling at Concrete, you know, which is a futile effort in itself, um, and, and that's essentially what how I see my podcast, is just I'm yelling at concrete. I digress. So, I've discussed Friends with Benefits. I was on the stream recently, um, because I've been doing daily streams where I essentially, you know, sit and draw for half an hour. And I get various friends drop in and out of the stream. I started doing it during lockdown as a way to just to help people escape. You know, I wanted to give people a place to escape to, uh, which wasn't lockdown-y, because I know a lot of people are living alone. Uh, a lot of people don't have that freedom to escape. They don't have back gardens. Um, and a lot of stress gets to a lot of people. So I thought, hey, least I can do is provide them a little escape, a little bit of quiet conversation as well, you know, a little bit of back and forth, get them in on the podcast in a sense. And a lot of topics come up in that. Now, one of the topics that came up in this is the idea of, you know, you, when you discuss things with friends and you have group conversations with friends, it becomes suddenly very easy to see who is, uh, who has who's become valuable within a friend group. You know, you all have a friend for any situation who you go to with that problem, right? That's that's just the truth. It's, it, whether you know it or not, you may be that friend. You may be that friend who, if a problem occurs, you know someone's going to come to you and say, oh, hey, you know, 
Go to this guy. He'll sort you out. You know, this lady knows everything about this. Go see them. Everybody does that. And in a way, we kind of structure our friend groups around that. I don't know if we realize we're doing it, but we do it. If you have too many people who know too much about one singular subject, the value of that subject becomes less. I think that's the truth. I feel like that's the truth. I don't know. I like just just considering my friends in my head. Um, you know, I have a lot of arty friends. A lot of arty friends. Um, and their opinions on art are important to me. But I don't go to them for advice about art. Because I have a lot of them. So I get lots of varying, varying opinions. However, if I need to, you know, decorate my house, I'd pick one of those friends who I know has decorated a house and ask their advice. And I don't know that many people who decorate a house because a lot of us live in rented combination. Therefore, that person has become slightly more valuable in the grand the grand scheme of, of things. So what I'm saying is, in your life, as you know it, just checking my microphone is recording, in your life as you know it, um, <clears throat> it's probably quite useful just to arrange your friends based on benefit, you know. It's always useful to try and befriend new people. And as well, I think this gives you a larger view of the world around us in society if you try to vary your friend groups. You know, try to get out there. Try to try to break that little mold <coughs> of types of friends you have. Excuse me. <coughs> it's not COVID. I've just got a fan on. It's blowing into my mouth. Um, now, it's important to kind of break that friend group, try and try and escape that. If, you, if you've got a load of, load of friends who are all into one thing, you know, and perhaps you're all into knitting and you have a good knitting group, I think every so often you should probably break that and go, oh, hey, you know, let's go hang out with the decoupage guys. don't know why I'm using craft as a basis for my analogy here. You know, it's good. It gets you out of your comfort zone. You learn new things. This is, this is one of the things I have, and I think I got it from my gran. Um, my gran is fairly fearless in terms of talking to people. She's she's very much the embodiment of she got to old age and said, fuck it, I will talk to anybody, even if they don't want me to. I vividly remember being in uh, grocery stores and, and uh, news agents and her just talking to strangers. And you walk out afterwards. You say, oh, who's that? You know, who are they? So oh, I don't really know. Don't really know. But if someone speaks to her, says hello to her, um, asks how it's going, so it makes a passing comment, she'll have a chat. And I do that. It's something I think I've, I've definitely inherited. Um, as a family, we're quite quite insular. We're a very insular family. We're all introverts. The only person who's not is probably my gran and my mum. Even then, my mum doesn't really like people. She'll say she does, but she doesn't. Um, hi, mum. So, you can really push that. You can really say, oh, hey. You know, and it's, it's, a, it's a weird trait I have. I find I find a lot of people come and talk to me even when I don't you know don't want to. If there is a drunk person on the street or someone just wandering aimlessly, they're gonna find me. You know, that's that's I don't know why that is. They're gonna find me. They're gonna talk to me, and I will talk to them because it's polite. You know, and I, I, you know this is what the whole whole podcasting thing about is. I like you know, generating discussion. I like learning new views. I like getting into conversations. Um, and it just experiencing other viewpoints, and and, and it, I think it helps me round myself out better as a person, and that's 
part of my essential goal in life. But there are a few instances, and I think that's the, the crux of what I want to, want to discuss today. There are a few core elements within your life where you're going to need friends who can do certain things for you. Okay? And I want to break down how to exploit your friends. <laughs> Not how to exploit your friends. Friends have benefits, guys. You know, there are things which they can do for you. Um, and they may not realize it. Um, and I definitely have friends who I started my conversation with them based on the benefit they could give me. But then they become strong friends and firm friends and they're good friends to me. So, you know, I'm just saying it's not a necessarily a bad thing to look at someone and think, hey, they can help me. And then as long as you don't use them just for what you're using them for. This got real dark real fast, right? I just think there's value in seeing people's value. What's wrong with that? As long as you keep valuing afterwards, you know, someone helps you build a house. As long as you don't just disown them and never let them in the house and you invite them over for a drink, you know, in your new house every so often, great, you made a friend. You also learn how to build a house, which brings me to my first point. So I'm going to list a few, I decided a few occupations. I feel like there's a few occupations which we could do and I want you guys to throw them out. Um, if you have the ability in comments, um, what do you see as, I don't know, I guess the, the core people you need in your life at any one point and what is valuable? So people out there in the world can look at their friend groups and think, hey, I don't have one of those. I don't have a guy for that. I gotta go, I gotta go find one of those people. And this, this could be a great thing. This is what this is the beautiful thing of when you watch, um, like so, like my dad, for instance. If you look at his friend group, <clears throat> God, excuse me. If you look at his friend group, you look at the people he hangs out with. Um, the people he hangs out with are his close friends, but he has a guy for everything. You know, he has a he has a person within his life who can help him with different areas of his life, and that's. That's, I mean, this is maybe why the way I am is that that's how I've learned to deal with life. I will talk to anybody, I will find their value, and I will I will earmark them, check mark them, and say, oh hey, this guy, this guy down the line is going to help me. So the first part is it's probably say DIY. You got to have a DIY DIY friend, right? You got to have a friend who can help you build something, who probably owns a hacksaw, who owns drills, um, just any any person who has experience with DIY and has done it well. You don't want a DIY, a bad DIY friend. You know, you don't want to get Steve from down the road who who can't do DIY, who owns a saw but has never used said saw, who went to Wilco's first week of Freshers Week and bought a saw and then never used the damn thing. No, you want, you know, Linda up the street who built a cabinet from scratch. That's who you want. You want to get in and go, okay, I've got my DIY friend. Because then, you know, especially living in rented places or getting a new place, you need people like that. You need people to contact and go, oh, hey, I'm trying to build this. I don't know how I'm doing it. Or what kind of wood do I need for this? You know, I don't know. A lot of this is carpentry-based. You might have plumbing, electrical problems. You need, you need a DIY friend, the person you can call on to, to kind of help you out in these situations. I think these friends are important as well because a lot of our life experience and a lot of what we're learning comes from our parents and as much as we enjoy our parents, um, a lot of people don't have parents. Also, a lot of parents are not well equipped for the world. You know, we're all here on accident. 
they had children, they may not have learned prior to having children how to DIY, and then whilst having children, not had chance to DIY. I'm not saying it's, it's their fault, I'm just saying they hadn't had the experience, and they're going to need a DIY friend too. So if you have a DIY friend, perhaps you're even just strengthening your family. Next, I'd say uh, you need a lawyer. This is one friend I don't have. You need a law friend, okay? Whatever you view on lawyers, whatever you view on uh, on the justice system, um, you need a law friend. You need a friend who understands law because law is complex. You know, it's one of these things. If you're going to come into contact with law and and structure and court and all these kinds of things, at some point in your life, even I have an experience with it. You know, I, I my the council in my area messed up my council tax multiple times um, and ended up sending me a, a CCJ account code judgment um, for money which I didn't owe uh, and I had to kind of get involved and, and sort all that out and it would have been a lot easier if I had just had a lawyer or a law friend who could have advised me on what I wanted to do but instead I had to go through a whole rigmarole and also you know they protect a lot of rights you know you can use lawyers for good things and law friends I think are few and far between as well that's an important part i always remember but back when i was see this is this isn't this isn't a new concept for me you know i don't go into my my past a lot um or who I, who i am as a human being um but during college at least i remember dating a girl who was studying law and i was at this point i was full angstized you know some would say I already still am. But I was full size, which meant I was kind of in a situation where I, all I could think to myself was, this is going to be fantastic. She's going to be the lawyer. I'm going to be the artist. I'm going to make something which is going to piss somebody off so much that they want to sue me and then she can defend me. And the world would keep on spinning and I had my law friend. Uh, and in some ways, I still kind of dream of that self. You know, I like the idea of being the kind of slightly chaotic one and even though i'm not that chaotic i don't know why i just really want to date an account there's just something about accounts i don't want to be an account i just think they're fascinating which brings me to the third one get an account get an account friend a friend who is good with math a friend who can do taxes buy them dinner beer a bottle of wine something nice and shiny get an accountant friend Especially if you ever end up going down the self-employment line. Having an accountant friend is invaluable. They're the, they're the salt of the earth. Get a self-employed friend as well. Get yourself a friend who has been self-employed, who knows about the world and how those things work, um, has been through the system, has learned the things which you want to learn, um, and utilize them and support them and, and go out and kind of do that. And now those are, those are like call tenements. Doctor friend. Also want a doctor. You need a medical friend. You need, you need a friend, doctor, nurse some sort of medicine, um, someone who can look at a rash and say, yeah, you know, I know what that, that rash is. Um, obviously, don't exploit that. Don't use all don't be, don't be hypochondriac about it. Don't say, oh, I've got this twinge. No, go see your regular GP for that. But your friend, you know, someone who if you were hanging out at a barbecue and you accidentally got a third degree burn because you were like, I wonder how cold, hot those coals are and you put your hand a little too close, get a friend who could treat that. That's, that's all I'm saying. You need These are emergency friends. You know, still utilize the world which is out there, but these are friends you can trust and also have extra extra, um, extra skills. It's like when you're forming a party, when you go do your D&D or your, you know, your quests for the world uh, or your, you know, your team challenges. That's all you're doing. 
you're getting friends with skills which are uh, essential to your to your progression um, of, of the quest of life. That's almost poetic if it if I didn't end it with you know a, a thing recognizing that. But those are kind of the, those are your core essential skills. But it doesn't just stop there. No, you know those are those are the things which are those are survival. Those are survival tenants. But there's another other things you need. You need a bartender friend. You need a bartender friend. Just that, right. So you need a bartender. So in what have I just described? I just described that you you need to conversate more with people, get out of your comfort zones, talk to people who have different interests to you in order to learn out of the world. Bartender friends are the absolutely epitome of this because they deal with different people every single day. You know, your retail friend deals with people every day, but they don't really. They don't really want to learn about the customers that they're dealing with. They just want to get through the day, and I appreciate that. Bartender friends are kind of forced that. And also, they've got people who have let their guard down. They've got people there who are there kind of sitting there going, this is my life, this is everything about my life, blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's, it's unfiltered. So they are an important resource. Also, they can teach you how to mix drinks. And mixing drinks is a skill which you need to learn at some point. So you don't end up blathered drinking a white Russian, which is like a quarter milk, 50% vodka, and a tiny bit of Kahlua. They're going to teach you about proportions so you can enjoy your beverages better. And they're also probably going to be a good access for free booze. I'm just saying, you know, you, know, getting, you, getting to, you go to a bar and you've got a bartender friend, you're probably going to pay less for drinks, I'm just saying. They're a handy resource. If you could find a farmer friend, fantastic, because they own a lot of land which is useful for various things, um, but also they provide you with free food. How often have you had a friend who's worked at a grocery store or uh, a food shop and has brought you out-of-date food? A farmer friend is is a fresher version of that. Oh, I've got some I've got some spare apples. Do you want some apples? Yeah, bag of apples. Do you got some spare potatoes? I've got a bag of potatoes. Do you want a chicken? Yeah, sure, I'll take a chicken. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it's a fucking chicken. Get yourself a friend like that. So that's a bartender friend. Um, you know, you you got... You got different aspects as well. Yeah. You got different mental health aspects. You need an empathy friend, but you also need a. You need that's that's a lot. Of, a lot of people say that you need a friend who will listen to your problems, who will be there for you, who will assist you. And I agree. It's not something I use a lot of because I'm a very closed off person. If anything, you need a realism friend as well. Don't forget that. Said you need someone to who will listen to all of your problems and then say to you, yes, but you're also ignoring the problem. Right, you know, I will listen to all your problems and I will comfort you, but at the same time, quit your bullshit. You need that. Everyone needs that. But at the same time, you need someone who will say, you know, I could tell, tell you to quit your bullshit, but at the same time, you need to focus on the emotional side of what you're doing. You know, that's an important thing. Get a friend with a vehicle. A friend who can drive. If you can't drive, or even if you can drive, having a friend who can also drive is hugely important. The amount of times I've driven a friend to a place, I'm that friend. I'm the friend with the car. I'm the friend with a larger car. I can fit five people in my car. You know, I'm that friend, and I know that. But I also have friends with cars, because what if I can't drive? What if my car's in the shop? I have utilized that many a time. That's important. You gotta. Have, this is what I'm saying, right? You gotta have the resources in your pack before the problem presents itself. And who knows when your problem does present itself, and you throw it into the world. Oh, hey, this happened. 
a lot of people might come forward. It might surprise you who has these resources. I've been surprised a couple of times when I've said, oh, I'm having this issue, and then all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere, left-wing mackle. I don't know that, I don't know why that... What, <laughs> what was that name? Left-wing mackle. Came out of nowhere and told me how to fix what I was having a problem. This has gone way off track. You know? I mean, even the title of this suggests, you know, Friends with Benefits is obviously someone you can sleep with um, and, and be uh, sexually inclined with, and, and that's a benefit. But I wouldn't class that as a, a value, um, as something which you need to add to your value list. <laughs> if anything, that name, that title, or that phrase is being utilized wrong. Friends with Benefits shouldn't be friends who you can then have sex with. It should be friends who you can utilize. Utility friends. You have a utility belt of friends. You just unclip them as needed. But they're always there. And you're on somebody else's. Be on someone else's utility friend. You know, Make sure they know that you're there and you have that resource available to you. you know, those, are, those, are, those are important things within life. Those are important things to discuss. And I think, again, it's that value. I think the value is there in keeping information over. And you, you may become a new resource to somebody. You know, you may learn, if someone teaches you how to fix something, suddenly you've upped your value point because you now know how to fix that thing. You now know how to go out of your way, which means you can then become more valuable on someone. It's all about sharing information. It's all about getting information explored out there. And especially if you're doing this with friends, friends are great, tend to be great uh, explaining things. You know, you can look up things on Wikipedia. You can look up things on YouTube and follow tutorials. But when a friend explains it to you, it becomes so much more easy to take uh, and comprehend. I mean, recently I've been learning to play guitar, um, and I have a guitar friend. I have a couple of guitar, guitar friends, music friends. Um, and I was trying to figure out something, and I couldn't figure it out, so I asked my guitar friend, and my guitar friend told me an easy way of doing it. Look at that. You know, used, replied, and now I know how to do it, which means if someone comes to me and asks me about it, I know how to tell them how to do it. That, that is the system working. Not only is it important to have friends you agree with, get along with, but your friend group will be stronger if you also recognize their strengths and utilize them. Why did I do a Boris Johnson sign-off there? There we go. Good hand gesture. If you're watching on YouTube, you saw it. If you didn't, you didn't. Maybe we can add to this list. Think of some other things which you could value friends for. What benefits do your friends have? Have a think. Otherwise, it's been lovely to talk to you all. Hope you're staying safe and well. And I will talk to you guys later.